The All-Stars reveal their final full-time roster. I've got more high-limit updates for you, and I guess maybe we should talk about Lernerville. Let's go. It's Wednesday, April 5th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Coming up on Friday, the All-Stars will kick off their point season at Attica, and they released their full-time 10-team list of championship chasers this morning. We already knew about eight of these, uh, and there were two additions in recent days. So here's the full rundown. Tyler Courtney is back to defend his championship. He's going to try and go three straight. He'll be challenged by Hunter Schoenberg, Zeb Wise, Chris Windham, who's moved to lane racing. Parker Price Miller in the McCandless 29, rookie Connor Morrell, JJ Hickel in the Ceiling 97, Scotty Thiel with Premier, and the two new additions are Tim Schaefer back in the Brian Grove 45 and Zeth Sabo in the Jay Kaiser 23. Looking through the list, Sunshine will be the odds-on favorite to win the title, but there are some interesting possibilities for challengers. Schoenberg took a step forward last season, winning four times, and I can see that team making more gains this season. They've been out racing a lot already in 2023, and that heavy schedule will continue. You know, there's obviously no substitute for seed time. I also like Zeb to continue improving, and hopefully he can settle in at Rudine and start finding some consistency. We know he's talented. We know he can win. Uh, Hopefully Rudine can become the contender. We've really been expecting them to be for several years now. I also like PPM with the All-Stars a couple of wins a year ago, and the McCandless team should have all the tools necessary for him to contend. And my one maybe dark horse here is J.J. Hickel. They won't contend for the championship, but I think that pairing could surprise some people this season. Would not be shocked if they snagged a win or two along the way. And has been a rough start weather-wise for Attica, so hopefully Mother Nature plays nice this weekend. We'll see the All-Stars Friday and Saturday. I talked yesterday on the show about that big 25-car high limit full-time list, and I've got just a bit of a little uh, update for you today. I wasn't sure yesterday when we talked about it if teams had to put any sort of deposit down to sign on uh, with the series, and I found out yesterday that they did. It was $1,000. And just like with the All-Stars, that money is returned to teams upon completion of the season. With the All-Stars, I believe the policy is it's refunded with something like 90% of the races completed. With high limit, the check won't be deposited unless teams, quote, breach the agreement, which means that if they don't run the full schedule. The first High Limit show is next Tuesday night at Lakeside for $50,000 to win. Sounds like the series is expecting somewhere around 50 cars for that one. So we'll be excited for that. Uh, The first season for the Hunt the Front Super Dirt Series gets going this weekend down at Alltech in Florida. I wanted to talk about it today because they did make a schedule change for the two-night program. Friday was supposed to be $5,000 to win with Saturday being $20,000 to win. But there are rain chances for Saturday. So they're going to run the twenty grand to win race on Friday. And don't sleep on this one, as it sounds like they'll have some serious contenders on hand. Shane Clanton and Tim McCready are headed south, and the full-time field includes names like Peyton Freeman, Will Harrington, Billy Moyer Jr., Josh Putnam, and John Henderson, among others. You can find more details for Hunt the Front's tour at htfseries.com. All right, with news and notes for today done, let's talk about what happened yesterday on social media with Lernerville Speedway. I'm sure plenty of you witnessed what played out through the afternoon on Tuesday, but if you missed it, here's kind of the cliff notes and some thoughts. I had multiple uh, industry friends send me a Facebook post about Lernerville's policies for the upcoming season regarding video and photo capturing at the track. 
The post said no video was allowed to be recorded by anyone and extra personnel had been hired to help enforce the policy. Also, credentialed photographers would be required to dump their entire memory cards at the end of the night. The post was not on the tracks page, but posted by someone purporting to work for Learnerville's streaming service. I screenshotted the post, shared it on Twitter around 1.30 p.m. A little bit later, the post disappeared along with the entire Facebook account. And shortly after 3 p.m., the track posted to their social media channels that the account was fake and, quote, there is no such new policy in place, unquote. So apparently we were duped by this fake account and very specific hoax and everyone can move on with their day. But the story didn't actually end there. Whether or not the posts in the Facebook account were fake, the policies shared in it are actually pretty close to what's in place at Lernerville as we speak. The photo policy does require shooters to submit images to the track, which is listed on their website. That's not super uncommon, although some photographers don't like it. But the video policy is true, and there are signs posted at the track in the seating area saying that no recording is allowed. And these signs don't appear to have been placed in the stands until later in 2022. Photos don't show them in September, and they weren't there for the firecracker, but they are there in images starting in October. And all of these images come from Lernerville's Facebook account. The verbiage in the signs is pretty clear if you read it, pretty specific. But the track says in response, it's just for live streaming. I'm going to leave it up to you uh, to decide on that one. So again, if the original post was an elaborate hoax, that's fine. But the policies are real and the policies are the issue here, not a supposed fake social media post. I'm sure the track folks didn't like all the attention they got yesterday, which I certainly aided in. And I doubt I'd be welcomed with open arms if I showed up. But this is just another example of short-sighted dirt racing promoters. And as a fun side note here, someone else who claims online to be affiliated with the track did DM me to delete my original post because of the heat the track was taking. At the end of the day, though, these tracks are private businesses. They can enact whatever policies they like. If you think a few cell phone videos are hurting your bank account, by all means, shut it down. That's your right. Just don't be surprised, though, when you get called out for doing so. I personally continue to not understand the old school head in the, sand, uh, head in the sand mentality that permeates so much of the sport. Lernerville is a classic racetrack. They've put on some incredible shows through the years. They've got a robust weekly program, and honestly, they could be a top level facility in the country. And when I worked at WRG, the track was owned by WRG, and I spent time working on Lernerville projects. But there are issues present there and ones that are not going to be fixed by archaic rules for track goers. And I promise you in all of this, I'm not seeking out these issues and conflicts with racetracks, although I'm sure it appears that way. I just want things to be better than they are. Uh, if you want to check out some other dirt racing content this week, Wing Nation has Terry Gray, Lucas Wolf, and James McFadden. Open Red has a new episode with JJR, Tire Guy, and Nate Repitz. Passing Points has Lachlan Kant. The Dirt Nerds have Devin Shields and Ryan Missler. Quick Time has Dazen Pursley. Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks has Eli Wilhelmus. Uh, All Gas No Breaks has Caden Reynolds, Dallin Murdy, and others. Hoagie's Garage has Chuck Swenson, Cy Lynch, and Liam Lech. Do Much on Dirt has Anthony Sanders, and there are new episodes of The Dirt Reporters and Dirt Track Confessions. To see the full list of shows and episodes, head over to dirttracker.com slash podcasts. Uh, nothing on the streaming schedule today except Flow Racing 24-7 and Dirt Vision. Now things will start to pick up tomorrow and into the weekend. If you want to see that full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight.
Hope you guys have a good Wednesday out there. We'll be right back here tomorrow.